Hello and welcome once again to the Foxfire Farmhouse Podcast. Oh yeah. I am Josh Bartels and joined all as always by my trusty co-host Elijah Heyman. And we are here to talk to you about movies. Oh yeah. Like usual. This is episode eight of season number this is episode nine of season number one. We are coming to the end. We determined The end is nigh. We determined before we began that ten episodes was gonna be it. Why why ten? What what was the I don't logic know. behind it's ten? Just a ten nice, sounded like a good number. Nice number. Yeah. The Ten Commandments. There you go. The we'll plug it to something biblical. What else? What else has ten? Numerology. What does ten mean in numerology? As well, <laughs> I don't it's a know. Good question for. I, well, it's not a. It's not. It's double digits. So does it have a meaning, or is it the combination of two fives, or of five twos? Mm. Well, they were put on two tablets. Ooh, I don't know. Five on each. I think. Yep, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, except the people. Okay, now we're getting into a random theological question. <laughs> it's not yeah. a biblical archaeological question. Yeah. They talk about the first tablet and the second tablet as Mm -hmm. being the tablet of laws that had to do with their relationship to God. And then the second tablet of being the tablet uh, that had to do with their relationship with man. Mm -hmm. And so you've got one through four that are Mm God-faced and then six through ten that are Mm man-faced or or five through ten that are man-faced. So you've got six on one and four on the other. So I wonder, was it five and five or was it four and six? I don't know. Well, hmm. I, you have to go to some different podcast for the yes. answer to that question. I wonder what podcast you go to. <laughs> anyway. Uh. <laughs> so what have you been uh, consuming that's cool, uh, cool this week? What's, uh, what, what would you recommend to people? You know, the usual. Um, I think uh, one thing that I was enjoying this week was uh, Disney Plus Day and all the many trailers mm. that came out from it. And the greatest of which is the Spider-Man Far From Home. Is it Far From Home? No, no way home. No way home. Yeah, yeah. The, all the homes. All the anyway. homes. The homecoming. Far yeah. from home. No way home. No way home. No way home. Is just the trailer two was amazing because uh, yeah, you got lots of callbacks. Also, all of the Spider Man will show up. It's I'm, straight up like n- super nostalgia. Oh yeah, you got yeah, old school Goblin, old school Doc Ock from Spider Man Two. You got Jamie Foxx coming back as mm-hmm. Electro, Sandman. I don't know who's going to be playing Sandman, but I'm assuming it's the same actor. Um, you got Lizard Man. You got a new Green Goblin. There's so many characters in it, but I'm super excited because uh, I love Doctor Strange and I love multiverse things. I'm a huge Marvel DC fan. So, See, multiverse is the concept that I just don't really... I'm all about it. I, 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 I ha- I, well, I wasn't all about it Yeah. up until... Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out. Yes. And that was fun. That I was love What my, If. One of my favorite movies. It indulges so, that question yeah. of What If. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. And so now I'm more on the metaverse train. Mm-hmm. And not the Zuckerberg metaverse train. No. That's a different metaverse. Get out of here with that weirdness. <laughs> I don't want that. Speaking of lizard people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zuckerberg is playing the new They're lizard man. They're in Colorado. Man. <laughs> Zuckerberg is playing the new lizard man in Spider-Man. Just oh, <laughs> I was like, are you serious? <laughs> that that sounds really, like something that would, that would happen. Really funny. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm stoked about Spider-Man. Yeah, it's going it to be good. It just looks amazing. I don't remember when I first started watching the YouTube, uh, this YouTube channel that I'm going to recommend, mm-hmm. but it was a while ago. And he was uh, doing video essays about movies, and it's called Every Frame a Painting. 
and it is by Tony Zhu, and it's an amazing. Uh, if you enjoy movies and you like movie analysis, the analysis that he brings to the movies is just spectacular. Yeah, he has really interesting uh, insight into what makes a good action comedy with Jackie mm-hmm. Chan. That's my He's favorite. He's got video. ones on framing. Uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Yeah. What makes uh yeah yeah action comedy? Mm-hmm. Uh, just really really fascinating. Yeah. Uh, takes on movies mm-hmm. that kind of uh, just uh, I feel like unlocked a different way of approaching movies for me mm-hmm. at the time when I started watching it and that was so I'd recommend you go he stopped doing it a while back yeah and so his canon of YouTube videos is a fixed season or mm-hmm. set of videos and you can go watch through all of them and I think that you'll find them very fascinating so yes. I'd recommend if you love movies go check them out check it check it out it's good yeah. stuff I so, love it what are we going to be talking about today? Oh, we are going to be talking about content, in particular, content that is divisive. And this is a content advisory episode. We just talked about James Bond in this last two episodes ago, and we promised an episode about comment or content that isn't usually deemed appropriate for children um, and uh, is not. And so we're going to be breaking into some adult subjects, um, how to deal with certain things so yeah, we'll, so we'll speaking, give a little, a little warning a content advisory yeah. we'll give our own content advisory yes that if you gather in the living room with all of your children and say hey guys the new foxfire farmhouse podcast is out let's sit down and listen to what they have to say about movies this is the time to send the kids off to their room or wait till after they go to bed mm-hmm. because we might not be discussing things that you would want your kids to hear but exactly we have an episode just for you and them coming up next week oh yeah all to do with children's movies and children's shows and you can tune in for that just for it's you. gonna be fun so let's break into the question of content so basically what i what i hope to explore a little bit here mm-hmm. is how should we think about what we should or should not watch it's yep. the type of thing that uh we'll talk more about in the next episode but that hollywood has been it's kind of been a question in Hollywood since the beginning. Mm-hmm. What is ethically allowable to be shown on screen? What should we show? Who should yep. see what we show? Exactly. Uh, that kind of question has always been in the forefront or, or involved in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So as Christians who take ethical questions very seriously and our moral obligations to our fellow man and to uh, our God mm-hmm. very seriously, then the question becomes, what should we watch? What is, what is right? What is good? So when when that kind of question would come up for you, what, how would you start thinking about that in terms of movie, you, you know, what we should watch and shouldn't watch? So, like, uh, the way I would immediately start thinking about it is, uh, for one, this is uh, chiefly, like, it's it's twofold. So there's there's an aspect of, of uh, there's some, some explicit commands that the Lord has given us um, in Scripture for what we can and cannot do. Uh, like what's sinful um, and most of it lies truly in the heart of uh, the believer. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'd be thinking about it from a biblical perspective, like on what the Lord says about uh, murder, what the Lord says about uh, lust, what the Lord says about stealing or, or any, any of these things. The Lord talks about all these, all these subjects and, and how our participation, participation in them. Um, I'd be thinking about also my background. Obviously, I have a different background than you have. I have different convictions from when I was a kid in my parents' house uh, to now being 
the head of my own house. There's certain convictions that I have. And so it's, it's a issue that, uh, starts from a commandment and then dovetails in its application, um, as far as, uh, Christian liberty, um, and what, uh, convictionally would cause you to sin. And so we're going to be breaking into the subjects yeah. like, so we have all the, the explicit commands in yes. scripture. I mean, yeah. we mentioned the Ten Commandments already on the show, mm-hmm. but you've got the Ten Commandments. So yeah. you, you shouldn't curse God. Nope. You're not supposed to worship, worship. idols. Yeah. You're not supposed to commit adultery. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to steal or kill. Mm-hmm. Right? Like these are these are the explicit commands. You're supposed yeah. to honor your father and mother. Mm-hmm. These are the commands of things that we should do. Yeah. So when it comes to a movie and you are portraying things that are happening mm-hmm. and you're telling a story mm-hmm. about the way things happen in the real world, yeah. then inevitably people in your story are going to sin. Mm-hmm. And the question becomes, should we portray sin? Mm-hmm. How should we portray sin? Mm-hmm. How do, are we, how, where do we cross the line into portraying sin in a way that's mm-hmm. approving of it? Or where do we, uh, portray sin in a way that is saying this, the wages of sin is death. That's, yeah. that's telling the truth about the way the world works. Exactly. And then, and, and so this is one of those questions I think with James Bond that mm-hmm. came up in terms of the story arc of mm-hmm. the, of the Daniel Craig franchise yeah. is that as he womanizes, mm-hmm. it actually destroys him and mm-hmm. it destroys the women Yeah, that that, so that it's, it's telling the truth about that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. But its presentation on screen of that kind of behavior is very approving mm-hmm. and it is very, uh, it's meant to glorify yeah. that as being something good. Mm-hmm. So the, so that the, there's a, there is a conflict between mm-hmm. the visual representation of yeah. his womanizing yeah. and the actual story fallout of yeah. his womanizing. Yeah. And, and so we want, we ideally we want all those things to come together yeah into one where we're saying where everything's telling the truth exactly and that and that and like we talked about from the beginning that's what makes a good story and what makes a good story in particular to those of us who come from a christian worldview is that we we believe in a in a story that's fully true and so we want to consume stories that are true as true as possible obviously they're they're films and their stories made by sinful people so they're not always going to be filled with true and amazing things so so how do we how do we navigate a world of, of true and false, uh, things and, and whether it's marketing or how they're portrayed. Um, and because there's, there are un, not undoubtedly, we know that there are loads of films that portray untrue realities of, of just all sorts of sins, which include lust, which include murder, which like all of these things are portrayed on film as being glorified in, in certain films. And so how do we, come at it and yeah put on our so so i think that let's let's kind of try to put a frame around this we've got uh when we when it comes to content the things that come up the most often are going to be violence Mm -hmm. sexuality and language yeah and then you've got other promiscuous type activities drug use things like that 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 become uh come into the scene come into the picture as well Mm you've got at least three different kind of angles to take on it. One mm-hmm. of them is the production of the movie itself, mm-hmm. uh, particularly as relates to the sexuality side mm-hmm. of the question and even the language, depending on yeah. where you fall on that. And then you've got the, uh, the content side. What is the story? Right? Yeah. What is the actual, when we're looking at the thing objectively and trying to just look at it, what, what is it? And then there is the view or the audience side of how, how is it affecting me or how am I, how am I, 
being shaped by this. Yes. Right. Like, so yeah. the, then the more subjective side of the question and, and not subjective in terms of it doesn't have some way to objectively set a standard, but it's, it's how I'm, how this is affecting me as a subject. Yeah. So I, I think that, well, let's just dive into, let's pick one of those. So, so let's start with language. Yeah. What do you think about language in movies? How do you think about that? Uh, what I think about language in <laughs> movies is obviously, uh, I think with any of these subjects, I'm just going to bring up that idea of, of being shocked. Like the, the longer you're around these things, uh, it affects you. Like it, and it, it eats at you. The duration that you are around some of these, because I don't think swearing in and of itself is, is a glorifying thing to the Lord. I think that it's most of the time damaging. Um, and so excessive swearing is, is not good and it'll, it'll wear on you. And so like you, you, you get that when you're like out working a job or you're, you're watching movies. Um, but ultimately, like, I think that for myself, I think it's a, it's a lesser issue because for one, I do work all day around men and women who aren't falling after the Lord or even are that are cursing like sailors all day. Right, yeah. Um, so it's, it's a secondary issue for me, but, but when I'm watching things that are entertaining me, like if I'm watching, I don't know, what's a, what's something that has a lot of cussing in it i'm trying to, <laughs> i'm going i'm drawing a blank on on a movie that is filled with that yeah i'm not like I'm if not coming up with a specific yeah. example but plenty of movies have it. yeah there's there's plenty Almost of movies. Any r-rated movie you get is going to yeah. have some kind of explicit language yeah in it. and if, if that's all you're 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 ingesting you're obviously going to likewise it's going to come out of you at some point i i right, think and yeah. and that's that tends to be the the case for myself so i i think but i i at the same time also it's a reality of you shouldn't watch it. You should not not watch a movie because there's cussing in it, because that's the reality of the world that we live in, and so, and that and that's the case for a, a lot of these subjects is realizing that when we're ingesting stories, it's 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 telling us a story about the world and ha, and ha, and affects how we see it, and so if we're in, like, we don't ever want to be surprised by the world, and so I I was really surprised when I when I came into the workforce and I was like, oh my gosh. These people are talking about all these crazy things and and saying all these crazy things. Um, it was it was really surprising. Um, yeah, I think that with language particularly, it's one of those things that just isn't very high on my list of things I care yeah, about. It's definitely, and so, uh, but I think that there's there's that that question. That what you're saying about the you you come into the workforce or you come into yeah. a situation where there's language and you hadn't heard that before and now you're shocked. Mm-hmm. Right, like that. This is not a part of normal discourse yeah. in your particular area mm-hmm. of life, and I think that that I feel like I'm constantly introducing new, uh, bigger frames that we're going to look yeah. at this picture from. I don't want to. Com- I, I want to complicate the thing to end up helping us come down to some specific answers, yeah. but to complicate it a little bit further, mm-hmm. uh, when there is the question of the desens- desensitization of the culture yeah. that says, "Okay, is it?" I language doesn't affect me. Yeah. Someone could curse mm-hmm. uh, on a video or in a movie or in my presence mm-hmm. and it would not like, I would not think twice of it. Yeah. It's not the kind of thing that I'm going to heavily judge you in mm-hmm. turn. Like it just, it doesn't register with me yeah. as more than, you know, even some of the, than like a Christian slang word would. Yeah. So it really just doesn't register on that level, mm-hmm. which means I have been desensitized yeah. to this kind of language at that point. The, there's a question about societally, mm-hmm. is it bad or good that we are desensitized to that kind of cursing mm-hmm. coming from public figures? Yeah. And I, th- I would say as a society, that's a sign of 
degradation yeah and that it's that it's a sign of decadence that is not good yeah so it's not a good reflection on society but that does mean that then because it is in that realm of decadence i guess that 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 then it doesn't affect me in a term of feeling like i'm being rebellious or sinning to be around someone using the f word or something like 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 it just affects me differently yeah so that in the same way i think that yeah like uh to transition now to some of the like nudity questions Mm -hmm. that there are certain things that people wear that like in our day would Mm be uh shocking to people from our parents day yeah but that just doesn't register with us because we're desensitized yeah now is it good that we're desensitized probably not Mm -hmm. but does it mean that that thing affects us and we must therefore cut it out in order to like resensitize ourselves to these things Mm -hmm. so that then when we go out into culture and and you know of course we're speaking from the male perspective Mm -hmm. but i go out in culture and now seeing a woman in a pair of shorts is a real problem for me Mm -hmm. if that's if i have if i resensitize myself yeah am i actually helping anything Mm -hmm. or am i only stoking my own lust problem you know Mm -hmm. like that kind of question i think plays into it and that makes it a little more complicated but i don't think it's necessarily i I think uh when it when it comes down to the idea of desensitization like you should never go into a movie going i'm going to desensitize myself by watching this movie like don't 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 do that like yeah (laughs) by no means is this an advocation for ready for desensitize and so i'm gonna go watch as many movies with a bunch of cussing in it it as i can exactly ready to step into that yeah that's definitely not not the case and and most of the time like you're naturally desensitized to certain things just because of your upbringing and you just come into the world with that and that's the um, be- that's actually the better way to be de- desensitized, I guess, if yeah. I was to choose one. Instead mm-hmm. of artificially desensitizing myself by consuming mm-hmm. media that it's was by being in the trashy, world. by actually being with real people yeah. and letting them desensitize, exactly. <laughs> like that would be yeah. a better. And that and that was the the greatest blessing for me, and and with uh, some Christian brothers that I have, um, and just going throughout uh, different uh, workforces and uh, things like that, and coming into the world is that I, I did grow up around a lot of these uh, around a lot of uh not a lot of but around language mm-hmm. and around alcohol and around around certain things that some people weren't and so when you come to the real world and it's actually full of these things it's hard to see past them and to, and to see people sometimes um but that's that's yeah, a yeah. that's a different subject but it's just uh realizing that the world the world has these things in it um but when it comes down to to watching films uh yeah, I th- you come at it with with some desensitization already, and so it again it comes down yeah. to your heart. So like if right. you're watching something and you're and and it and it pricks your heart, that's you shouldn't go. Oh well, I'm just being desensitized. Like you should go. Okay, well, what's the obedient response in this right. in this situation? Yep. And if it is to, uh, and we're gonna get into that, so the appropriate response in some of those situations is either to a cut it out if it's if you if you can't handle it, cut it out. But there's other there's other options to that. There's looking away. There's the skip button. There's there's all these things that that you can do. That mm-hmm. we'll, I think we'll dig into. Yeah. A so we've later moved, so we've tools. transitioned kind of to the nudity question. Yeah. Right. Like the nudity and sexuality. Yeah. So let's let's tackle that. And I want to start with the production side because in this conversation I want to expand our uh, the ways we typically think about these kinds of questions as much mm-hmm. as I can yeah. so that we can come down to a better and harder answer for each of us. So when a film is being produced. Uh, one of the, di- one of the differences between violence that shows up on movies mm-hmm. and sex that shows up on movies is that the violence is all totally fake in mm-hmm. terms of no one's actually losing their head or no. losing their arms. Trained Whereas 
so I would say that so that whereas in a film set there are real people disrobing in front of other real people, mm-hmm. and so the nudity question is there now yeah. on most films. Most films have very strict. Uh, most film unions, I think, I know that the, there's one in the UK that does this, and I read a report on it about their guidelines for how to simulate sex scenes mm-hmm. in movies mm-hmm. in a way that makes the actors feel as comfortable as possible. Mm-hmm. And so there are all sorts of gory details about how they keep that from being a bad situation. I mean, from our definition, we would say from, it's a bad situation from yeah, the get-go. Being what but, but I guess what I'm saying is that there's not any actual sex acts that are happening. They are doing their best to keep it a simulation, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, act, and most movie actors... This isn't the kind of thing that they are like, this isn't nearly as titillating for them as it seems on the screen to the people who are watching in the end. Mm-hmm. So this is, a, it, it's not porn, I guess, in the sense of if we define porn as sex acts happening on screen mm-hmm. and in movies, sex acts being simulated. So mm-hmm. like that definition for Christians is going to, we're not going to like either of them, mm-hmm. but I just want to make the clarification there yeah. that that's, that that's what's happening. But still what we have is a man and a woman, or mm-hmm. however the whole thing works out, mm-hmm. being disrobed in front of at least a camera operator, a director, and a sound guy, a more. and most of the time there's a bunch of grips and other people on set. So we are we have we are paying a woman to take off her clothes. We are paying a man to take off his clothes mm-hmm. in front of other people. Yeah. And at this point, that becomes almost indistinguishable from pornography in, yeah. in terms of like what it's, what's actually yeah, what's happening now. What, now yeah. That's where we move. That's the production side. Mm-hmm. Right. And so then we move from there into the uh, movie side. What yeah. is, what in the end, what is on screen mm-hmm. that we see and how is it portrayed? Mm-hmm. And so you can have a movie that's had someone disrobe mm-hmm. there that then the way it appears in the camera, the way it shows up that, that in the end it's not it's not the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Like that it's very different. And then you move from there into the level of the subjective side mm-hmm. of what is it doing to the person who is watching yeah. it? Are they consuming it in a way that is using it like porn or are they, is it part of the story that mm-hmm. they don't, that, that for them doesn't bother them at all, right? Yeah. So that's, I think, how we would run through the different questions. Yeah. I think ethically, if I were in charge of Hollywood mm-hmm. and could make one rule and say, here's the rule that I'm going to start with, mm-hmm. I would say no one takes their underwear off at any point mm-hmm. ever. Right. Like that would yeah. be my number one. It's yeah. easy. It's an easy rule to follow. Mm-hmm. And it's not where I would want to stop things. It's not where I would want to. It's mm-hmm. not that I, I would want to have other guidelines. But if I could make that one rule just mm-hmm. to transform the film industry, yeah. that's what I would do. Yeah. Because we shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I'd say on the production side, no. Yeah. On the viewer side, the question becomes for some people, the ethical question becomes, well, do I watch a movie and skip through? scenes Mm -hmm. when i know i am funding the fact that they made this movie and had a woman disrobe (laughs) disrobe (laughs) from we uh, just had a a microphone technical issue here where if you're watching you can can see that go to to youtube fun moment speaking of we'll just plug our youtube channel we're on youtube guys we're on youtube we've been there since the beginning every once in a while we have video footage of us sitting here in in the uh, cozy farmhouse every now and then a battery dies so yeah you'll have to (laughs) go check that out and you can see what just happened but yeah it was a lot of fun uh, but yeah, yeah that anyway, tends to be where, yeah. where I think most debate happens in Christian circles is mm-hmm. in this this pivotal point here right. is on the skip, not or like just not watch it. Right. Does the fact that there's altogether. something bad in the movie mean that I can't watch any of it? Yeah. 
and and people have different convictions for different reasons and yeah, i'm exactly. for all of them yeah in in terms of uh i'm for them evaluating those but i just yeah. i want to i guess what I, my goal would be for this kind of podcast talking about the content is since this is a question that relates so specifically to each individual because mm-hmm. it has a subjective component mm-hmm. it has the component of what you know, how are you going to be involved in the consumption mm-hmm. of the product? Yeah. Are you going to give your money to this movie that's doing this kind of practice? Yeah. There's so many Christian liberty issues there mm-hmm. that people have to decide for themselves. Yeah. My goal is just just expand our criteria so that we can kind of see a better, clearer picture of the whole thing. Exactly. And be able to make a better decision then mm-hmm. at the end for what we're going to watch. Yeah. And yeah, going going through that, like just bringing that, that concept of like... Obviously, obedience, like we talked about before, obedience is better than sacrifice. So, like, however, whatever's required for you to be to obey Christ and to keep a clear conscience, like, go for it. If you can't even buy a movie that has has something in it or has had something in the production, yeah, and this is that's, just that's general, your conscience. Yeah, general biblical yeah. principle. If you if you feel pricked in your heart that something is wrong, yeah, don't violate your conscience. Listen to it. Now, your yeah. conscience might be wrong itself, mm-hmm. but your conscience is what is that instinct that guides mm-hmm. you towards what is moral. Mm-hmm. And you might have a bad instinct that needs changed. But if you deaden your conscience by continually yeah. violating it, then your conscience is going to serve you no good. Yeah. Even if you have a perfectly trained conscience because you don't listen to the thing. Exactly. And you and, and that's that's the big thing is that also like we listen to like the Holy Spirit convicting us of things like you it's easy it's far easier than most of us like to admit to traipse into the realm of of sinning and so just cut it off as soon as you can (laughs) but 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 we get back to 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 movies and for some people like like we're talking about there's there's different convictions when it comes to that so and so when we get into like uh the tools we'll get into that later yeah. So, so then, so we've got, uh, we've kind of dealt a little bit with nudity and sexuality in film. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the kind of thing that then I, I think that we have to, yeah, it, it's all going to, in the end, be a question of conviction, mm-hmm. but that your conviction should lead, should probably be leading you toward a more wholesome yeah, towards less nudity. Yes, <laughs> so like you should. Yeah, like, and so 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 that that, that has that that's that's the goal. So break. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we came up with it, or we didn't come up with this. We but recently we we were introduced to the idea of this of this triage of this like fenced idea of of realms of which we do not go, and more often than not, that nudity is on the other side of the fence of what is poisonous to to Christians, and so obviously there's there's definitions that we that we debate over, but I think. We'll get into you want to get yeah. into the specific yeah, example ahead, that ahead. we have here, yeah. So I think uh, we get into an example like Game of Thrones, uh, which is a popular topic or was a popular topic because the show is now over around the water cooler at most people's work. So I think most people have heard about this show, whether it's from an editorial or whatever. Um, and so that that is that is a show that has some quite explicit content in it, <laughs> um, and that's a show that no man should or woman should be like viewing in its entirety. I think that there's, there's everything is in there. Yeah. So, and I, I, yeah, it, it definitely pushes the boundaries of what would be considered pornographic in a public TV series. So it's, it's not, uh, so in theory you could skip it, right? Like you could apply 
like yeah. skip principles. The problem is, is that so much of the film is tied up in the in these conflicts yeah. of the sexual alliances that, mm-hmm. or be- sexual betrayals that happen yeah. between countries and kings yeah. and queens. And so that then you really end up missing the story itself because so much of the story is tied to what happens in the bedroom. Yeah. And so like, and, and it also invented the, the term sex position, which is exposition in those, in the sex scenes. So like, that's, that's something that it introduced and from a, from a, all, all manners of, of a Christian, like looking at it, you can't even enjoy the story through, through the skip button. And so that's where it kind of like flows into like, well, the story idea. So like, what are you watching if you're skipping? Like, obviously if you're skipping something, you're changing, like you're cutting sections out of the story. And so if you find yourself skipping a lot of a movie, maybe you just shouldn't even be watching the movie in the first place. Yeah, And and, and so if you're skipping it and you're saying, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm still enjoying it. I'm still tracking. It's okay. I've still got it. Right. Like then the question becomes, okay, well, even when you're skipping, Mm -hmm. this is the way I would think about it. Yeah. Is that if I'm for me, if I'm skipping regularly Mm -hmm. throughout this whole thing and I'm constantly bombarded with being conscious of the sexuality of the scene where it's bad enough that I know I need to skip Mm -hmm. and I'm skipping, then I'm being bombarded with that through what is it eight se- nine seasons eight or nine seasons However worth seasons, of yeah, Game of Thrones a lot of seasons. So is that going to be worth it in terms of diet? You, you know, like the, yeah. so. There's just that, those kind of questions come up with mm-hmm. this kind of thing that it's you can't make a hard fast rule to say that no Christian should ever watch these things. Uh, there are just clear rules like. No man should lust after a woman's beauty in his heart. No yeah. man that's not his wife. No man should. Uh, glory in the type of violence that is put on screen. I mean, even mm-hmm. that in Game of Thrones is a questionable thing yeah, because, subject. yeah, because then you've got to you've got to ask because because they lay everything out there just in the same way that they show everything when it mm-hmm. comes to sexuality. Yeah, they show everything when it comes to violence, mm-hmm. and which is something. So we should probably talk about violence a little bit. But the, but the, the question is again: Are we glorifying sin? Are we promoting it as being yeah. a good thing, or are we demonstrating that it is bad? And are mm-hmm. we treating things that are are obscene as obscene mm-hmm. or are we just traipsing right into the bedroom like it's no big deal yeah or tracing right on traipsing right on to you know the murder scene like yeah. this is just another day at the office right mm-hmm. like that's yeah that kind of thing since it does shape us and shape how we think about the world and about violence and about things like that then mm-hmm. we have to ask what what is the perspective of the film yeah. on these things mm-hmm. and so yeah, there's just there's a lot to consider when it comes to these kinds of questions, but mm-hmm. those need to be thought through specifically in terms yeah. of each individual's experience. So when it comes to these different types of uh, content questions, mm-hmm. uh, I would say broadly speaking, we have to obey the clear commands of Scripture. Like you said, we're Christians, yep. so we start with the Scripture. What does the Scripture say? What does it demand of us? Mm-hmm. Then we have to back out into the in, the specifics and say, okay, for me, is this movie uh, too much for me? Am I am I sinning by watching this movie? Yeah. Is my conscience, uh, objecting to this? Am I objectively, uh, lusting after a woman that's in this film? Am I right? And and this doesn't necessarily mean that there's a problem with the film. It just means that there's a problem with you watching Mm -hmm. the film. Yeah. And so then the question becomes, you know, what do I, what do I watch? What don't I watch? Cause it could be like the most like greatest, like most family friendly film. You could be watching beyond the mask and have an issue. Yeah. Like you could be watching whatever, and, and, and like you're saying, like right. that's, and I would that's specify, your heart. Yeah, I would specify that that is your issue, right? That, yeah. is not, that is not the film's issue. And, and in most cases, I think what we want to end up doing is 
blaming filmmakers or blaming other people for our own sin. Mm -hmm. Our sin is our problem. It was not the movie that caused us to sin. It was our own hearts that led us away. Mm -hmm. And so we cannot blame the movie or blame the filmmakers or the actors or the actresses Mm -hmm. for causing us to stumble or for causing us to glorify violence or for causing us to change the way we speak in mm-hmm. our home when we get angry. Yeah. Like th- it's not their fault. It's ours. Yeah. It's our heart issue. Mm-hmm. And we have to address that. Yeah. And maturity yeah. should be able to walk into a room of sailors who are cussing like that mm-hmm. and be fine. And, and be able be to admit like, like, and that, and that's the thing is, is well, that's what Christ demonstrated to us in the scriptures is that Christ was among these people who's among yeah. among he hung out those with the harlots, who are, yeah right like he's he's not he's not a upstanding man in terms yeah. of who he was associating who, yeah. with but he was able to exercise the liberty and the and the maturity uh, obviously remaining clean from sin and so we're we're not we're not Christ so we need to understand that but that that is that is our goal that is our goal the, is to look yeah. like Christ and so the the way to get there is not through desensitate de, desensitizing right. yourself but through allowing the word the Lord to work in your life and understanding that we're not gonna like get to that we're not gonna be perfect. And so being willing as you go into films to be humbled and to yeah. to have the correct response to that. And it's yeah. it's ultimately a question of responsibility. And watching a movie is not the same thing as hanging out with a harlot. In terms yes. of like hanging out with a harlot, there's a real person there yeah. who you are who who you are there's coming into their life. Eternal worth some, yeah. to this. Whereas this is a movie that yeah. I'm, I am choosing to watch mm-hmm. that doesn't have, that I'm not contributing to <laughs> Like there's, there's mm-hmm. the people on the movie are not changing as a result of my sitting in their presence. Yes. Right. Like I am the one who's changing as a result of being in their presence. Exactly. So at some point now there's benefit, there's real sp- eternal benefit to mm-hmm. storytelling and how it shapes us. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that there's, this goes back to the, our, why movies matter They're They are shaping us and they can shape us for good or ill. Mm-hmm. So you might have a movie that's shaping you for, that's really, really good, mm-hmm. but that has that one scene that you have to skip. Yeah. And the question becomes one of just, uh, is it uh, worth it? Is it worth it? Right. Yeah. Like is, is, are the bones that are in this movie worth spitting out yeah. to get the meat? Or is this thing just all bone and there's one little piece of scrap down mm-hmm. in the middle that you're trying to pick for? It, like, yeah. it, that's the kind of questions like a movie, you have to answer. Like a movie like Braveheart. Like is, is Braveheart worth, like worth watching? I think it's a very worthwhile film to watch personally. I think Honest it's, Confessions it's a, on Fox Fire yeah. Farmhouse. <laughs> I have never seen Braveheart. I know. I know you haven't seen it. Actually, I did know that, but <laughs> you need to watch it. It needs to be one of your random things. Okay. Next season. Next we'll season. Season that. two. Season two. Yeah. But Braveheart has, I believe, it has two scenes in it that are sex scenes, and it has some nudity in it. Um, but I think that that movie, personally, like I can, I'm fine with skipping through those parts because one, they do not add to the story, and I'm I'm not missing anything by mm-hmm. not having them there. Um, and yeah, and I think that the movie is is worth it. The story of of this person is worth it. And I think it, it, it was, it was an edifying movie. Like just the fact that, that I think Braveheart is a perfect example of like what a Christian man should look like, what a pastor should look like and being honorable, loyal, blue faithful, face paint. blue face paint, being willing to stand up to <laughs> like, and being willing to die for a cause and like right. all of these things. I think that he's, he's a great example and a, and a great story. And you can even see that in literature like this, this flows into literature as well. Obviously, this is a visual medium, and that's why we're we're kind of dealing with this this subject is because we have the eye, and so the eye, it, it lets it lets things into into your body in a in a very visceral a visceral way. 
yeah. uh, more than just like being able to read in your imagination. The, the, the issue's still there when you're reading. You shouldn't be reading everything. Yeah. But yeah, visually, it's once once seen. You can't can't be unseen sometimes. Yep. So so you've got you can skip those parts in the movie. Mm-hmm. You can turn your head if that's yeah. a, if that works for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're going into movies. One of the one of the ways that you and I have found helpful mm-hmm. to know what we're getting into yeah. is the IMDb Parents Guide. So if you go to the Internet Movie Database, mm-hmm. IMDb.com, yeah, uh, or if you get the app for your phone, mm-hmm. then you they've got a guide on there for you. Search for the movie yep. somewhere on the page. You'll see you a button down. that says yeah. Parents Guide. Click it, and then it's going to describe uh, not in like tintillating detail, but in very accurate, factual, very factual, honest detail. Here's what here's what's in this movie mm-hmm. and then that way you can know what yeah. you're getting going into it yeah come at it when and have somebody who's responsible <laughs> uh read the review obviously yeah you don't want your children reading yeah. the IMDb. they shouldn't be reading the parental yeah. review it's it's for parents yeah, exactly. uh, right so then so then that's one way to know what you've you've got going into it yeah. it Another, lets you know kind of where it's going to show up as well and if you choose to be somebody who who skips things it's very useful for that yeah but. And so then either you can know you're not, it's just a good guide so yeah. that you know, is this the movie I don't watch? Is this the movie I know I'm going to skip through? Typically is I this, can tell by the yeah. size of the paragraph. Like if the <laughs> right. size of the paragraph is gigantic, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. But like if it's, if it's like, if it's little, um, on, and f- for me personally, like if there's like mo- most movies, like if it says, if I haven't gotten a review from somebody that I know that I, I truly trust, I'm not going to go and just watch a movie that has nudity in it. Personally, if it says nudity in it at all, I'm like, it's like a, a no go for launch for me until I figure out more information from yeah, my sources right. on whether or not this is actually a story worth it and and how it, how it's handled. Um, but yeah, so that's yeah. that's one way. It's the biggest. I think it's the biggest, most responsible defense for yourself and for your own heart. If there's things that you you don't want to deal with and that convictionally you're you're against, is to do your homework before you go see the movie. Yeah, don't put you yourself in that position yeah, you know to be surprised by something. Obviously, you don't want to be and they even spoiled. Have, they, but they even have a section that says spoilers below. So you have mm-hmm. to click on it to open up the spoiler section yeah. in case there's something that they feel yeah. like is going to be a spoiler. Yeah. In it's telling you. Easier to use than plugged in. Plugged in is, a, is more of like a review. I think a lot of Christians go to plugged in and it's really thick. And honestly, it doesn't really tell you where these things pop up. It doesn't give you specific details because it doesn't want people to read them uh, in certain cases. So yeah, I find that that is more like straight to the point. Yeah. If you're looking for a specific, it goes, it, it's uh it's like sex, drug, alcohol, language. It, it goes through all of those subjects and tells you like not present. Yeah. Here's one scene. This person has a cigarette and one scene is like something they'll say for drugs or whatever yeah. like that. And if your skip button is broken yeah, though, and you can't skip, mm-hmm. you could always pay for someone else to skip for you. Yes. And that's where... Things like VidAngel. There's another service that I'm ClearPlay. I think maybe is the name of it. Mm. Uh, there's there's another service out there that I've heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, but these services allow you uh, to select what things you do want to include in films and what things you want to exclude. Yeah. And so you can select, hey, I want these particular words filtered out, and then mm-hmm. they'll mute. At they that get point. really specific. It gets which is very really detailed. Cool. Yeah. And so then you can decide even when it comes to sexuality, what kind of nudity you know what kind of sex scenes you want cut out and they could they'll just cut the whole scene out so VidAngel is has a lot of details like that you'll watch it uninterrupted like you're watching it like on tv because a lot of people watch movies on tv or like 
on TNT, and then they watch the movie for the first time. They're like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't realize this was in this movie." Yeah, and like, then this, so this way you just don't have to do that. Yeah, for yourself, you don't. You can know that it's going to be filtered out, mm-hmm. and then you can enjoy some of the movies that are you know classic stuff without having to worry about the smut. And that's yeah. an especially good way to introduce your kids to movies mm-hmm. that uh, you maybe would hold off that, that you yeah. don't mind the themes, but you don't yeah. like the content, and you can you know let your kids. It's definitely good at a, at a later heavy. date to. Uh, educate and to let people like let your kids know at a certain point in their life that certain films have certain things in them that you are skipping that yeah, way right. there you don't like just watch this movie at a friend's house yeah, exactly. on dvd yeah come watch this and like oh my gosh i didn't realize this was in this movie right, exactly <laughs> um, so yeah so if you have any other ideas or comments about how you go about filtering movies we'd love to hear about yeah. them it's always good stuff to hear. Yeah. So send your recommendations to mm-hmm. podcast at foxfirefarmhouse.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd love to hear from you on that. Yeah. Any other wrap-up thoughts on that, Elijah? Um, I know this is an issue that usually, uh, obviously, moms are looking out for their kids and sometimes looking out for themselves. But like for, for fathers and for men, just be strong and uh, don't be humble and don't think that you're the strongest individual in the whole world and that you can take it on. Yeah. Just and be, it's okay to be miss wise. A movie. Yeah. It's okay to miss a movie that everybody's talking about. Like that's completely okay. Like yeah. obey God and, and move on and know that even if it was like the greatest story and it would hurt your convictions to go watch it. Don't, don't watch it. Yeah. Like, there are plenty of other good movies. Lo- out love there. the Lord. Watch go a different movie. Yeah, there's a lots of good movies out yeah. there. So go, go watch something else. Yeah. Well, we are coming up on the end of season one of Foxfire Farmhouse, and we would love to hear feedback from you about what you've liked, what you haven't liked, what we can do better, any ideas that we could add, things we could add, things you would like to hear. We'd Mm -hmm. love to hear that. And you can send those recommendations to podcast at foxfirefarmhouse.com, or you can comment on the, uh, your streaming app of choice, wherever Mm -hmm. you listen to the podcast. You can also give us a, some kind of shout out there on Facebook on the uh, Foxfire Farmhouse Facebook page. We're also on Instagram. You can check us out on all those places. We're everywhere. Reach us, reach us there, please. We're also on random places on the street. Yeah. So if you can somehow find us, hunt yeah. us down, slip us a piece of paper, and say, mm-hmm. "Here's our idea." If you know us personally, if you wrap that up in a hundred dollar <laughs> bill, we will give you priority. I promise. One hundred percent. Yep. yep. You'll so be a preferred member. We we uh, we we totally accept bribes. Yes. And to all of you who have been listening faithfully for all these episodes, <laughs> you're a member of the Founders Club. Yeah, the for li- being a part of the first season, right. and even more kudos for you for being the first. One day, the first episode. When you, it'll be <laughs> a lot of street cred. One day, when you're able oh, yeah. to say, "I listened to the very first ever season." Hipster cred. Yeah, I was there in the beginning, man. <laughs> I liked them before they were famous. Before they got their stuff together, they had horrible audio quality. Just kidding. We have great audio quality and video. Thanks to Josh, but. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we yeah, let us know if you've got uh, any other any ideas for next season. Yeah. And uh, we'll we'll see you in episode number 10, the very last episode. Almost there. Yeah. It's been good. It's been great. Yeah. See you next time. <laughs> Bye.